Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. Warning! Keep those two fools, Rue and Tugs, out of the reach of children. They may contain small parts which could be a choking hazard. I don't know how I feel about that one! It was a reference <laughs> to your body. Uh, so <laughs> this is Season 3, Episode 17. To wear or not to wear, that is the question. We'll be talking about furry accessories, but as usual, before we do and we get things going, Rue's going to tell us what he's been doing, because it's been a month. Stop shaking your head. They can't hear that. <laughs> what have you been up to? How was wow. FC for you? Uh, well, FC was amazing. We did the live show. It was, was pretty amazing. cool. It was standing room only. Yeah, I know. It was... Awesome. It was a really small room, but... It was bigger than the one we had last time. It was? Yeah. We need to get a bigger room. I will make sure. I think that we we could fill a whole room. Well, either way, it was cool. It was cool. It was we had cool. a lot of people. We gave out our first little teeny tiny trophy. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's really, really cute. So we'll have to we'll have to do that again. The giveaway, by the way, was the lanyards we give to our guests. So 20 people weren't suckers and got a lanyard. Never to happen again unless you're a guest. So, yeah, uh, FC was great. It was a lot of fun. And Valentine's is coming up. Bah. Bah. Uh, yeah, I'm getting burned out on holidays in general because it's like every store has to have some kind of goddamn holiday at well, this point. But- no, it's really annoying. It's, re- it's been like in the last five years, it's like if a store doesn't have a holiday, it's just regular old... It's always been that way, though. No, it hasn't. (laughs) There used to be a time we could go into a store and the seasonal section wasn't always there. So It was like the spring section because it's all they had. But this is your first Valentine's, like... I've been dating for 10 years. There's nothing special anymore. (sighs) No, seriously. It should always be be special and sacred. it's, It's no more special than it has been before. Okay. Fine. So, I have my little plans... I have like these little. Um, I got this like edible assortment type thing. Of condoms. No, not of condoms. <laughs> They're horrible. And no condoms would be terrible. No, it wouldn't be it, very safe. It's like it's an edible arrangement. So instead of like flowers and stuff like that, it's like fruit that has been arranged to look like it's an arrangement. You are a fruit. <laughs> I have no idea what you just described to me. You got fruit that looks like fruit. No, I I got fruit that looks like flowers. Why would you do that? Cuz Where'd you get it from? Um edible arrangements or something? Is that like an internet place? Um yes. Yeah, you can get it. How much are you spending? I was like 50 or something like that. Okay. That's how much you're worth to him. What? <laughs> you should think about that. Life but... savings. Oh, snap. <laughs> Anything else oh, going on? Oh, we're going we're going to go on a date. So. And they're going to go home and do that cuddling thing while they watch television. Yeah, that's pretty nice. So what have you been up to, Mr. Tugs? Uh, FC, which uh, continued on for me. I went down to Disneyland because we had two. And we wanted to show off a little piece of the country. Not that California is mine. Um, and that was just all overall fun but super exhausting. So it took like a week to get over that. I needed like a vacation from the vacation from my vacation. <laughs> it um, did take you like a couple of weeks to recover. Yeah, it did. The Grand Californian is a wonderful hotel. If you ever get the chance, stay there. It's super cool. Um, and then I got back and actually played and beat Link Between Worlds. Woo! Was that fun? Was it worth it? Uh, 
it's hard to say. It was thirty nine bucks, which is the standard three DS premium title price. Yeah, but it was Zelda. It was it was a nice take on it. I feel like it was short. I don't know. I feel like it didn't take me as long to beat this one as it did the original Link to the Past. That's because you were a child. No, I I think there was a little more to do. I do agree that I felt that the dungeons were fairly easy and very short. Yeah. Usually you could spend a lot of time in a dungeon. Instead it was like, oh, you're going to walk in here. A dungeon took about 30 minutes instead of like an hour. I don't know if I necessarily how I feel. I, I don't know how I feel about renting items. I just bought them. I was like, screw this rental crap. Yeah. I was I didn't rent them. I was I'm buying that. Well, it's kind of like that's the purpose. You go into uh, you go into a dungeon, you find an epic item. No, I like that. That wasn't the case. I don't know. It gets old. I know. I know. They wanted to do something different instead of the original formula. I, I think it was good. I, I feel like I didn't waste my time. My biggest pet peeve with it was the fact that they took the tapping out. So you couldn't, like, tap the walls with your sword to, like... There are walls you can do that, too. It won't make the normal sword sound. You swing your sword out and it goes, donk! Well, but that that's my point, is it, it was cool to be able to tap the walls. Who gives a crap? You're just going, dink, dink, dink! But when you swung your sword in the original one, too, you would go, thonk! What I didn't like is that they got rid of the Dark World dungeon music, except for one area. That wasn't even required. I like that song. Everyone knows that song who played the game, which was, is kind of a redundant statement. It was definitely fun. It was a blast. Yeah. Other than that, it's just been recovery. It looks like the snow is gone for now. For now. <laughs> It'll be back in like a week. I don't think so. I, they've been saying early spring. No, I've been working with some people over in the east. Oh my god, where it snows like the, a quarter yeah. of an inch and it's like the world ends. They're like freaking out. Like, I can't go and shoot this this tour or whatever because there is an inch of snow on the ground and oh, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm like... Oh Put on gosh. your balls and go. <laughs> Anywho... Hey, hey, hey! It's Rooster Time! Alright, well, let's see what today's cookie brings us. Alright. You must first love yourself before you can love another in bed with the cookie. Wait, wait, is it saying you have to love yourself in bed first? (laughs) Or you just have to love yourself, but not in bed? You must. How, where's the bed playing to the first part? You must first love yourself before you can love another in bed with a cookie. I know, but the love yourself part, does you have to be in bed for that? I think the cookie yes. is first, and then the bed is after. That's boring. <laughs> I'm here with a very important message about collars and tags. Yay! So, we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful episode planned today. We are going to be talking about furry accessories. We have a great guest here. His name is Okami. The diva. Oh, yes. (laughs) You know it. So, Okami, tell us, us, who are you? Why is your name Okami? I am a furry. 
Yeah. Are you, are you a wolf? Yes. I are you a wolf. white wolf with red? No. <laughs> I seriously no, I'm had generic that. actually, other than having just green markings. So why did you that. choose the name Okami? Because I was too lazy to come up with an actual fur name, so I was like, oh, Okami. <laughs> it means wolf. And then I didn't realize there was actually a game called Okami <laughs> until everybody started mentioning it, and, and I realized that the character is also a female. So there's that, for what it's worth. Uh-huh. Oh, he gets points. Oh, yay. But technically, yes, she is female, but her name is Amaterasu. Yeah, actually, that is true. So uh, you still haven't played the game. So you didn't choose Amaterasu. It was just Okami. So wolf uh-huh. works, whether whether the goddess was you know female or not. It still gets mentioned all the time, though, regardless. Right. Yeah, well, unless unless you played Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or the game, you assume that the character's name is Okami because it says it on the cover, and mm, yeah. so is Amaterasu. I was... I actually got a little bit confused because it seemed like there was like four different names for the character when you were at the beginning of the game. It kept calling you... I can't remember what the different names were. I thought you said you hadn't played the game. He, well, just, I haven't played. he just recently started. I haven't even played yet. No, Kura was playing it. I was watching because the first time I ever tried I to play watching. it, um, when you start on that world I've or whatever it, it is, well, the, anybody that has played it before, you start on some the world thing and it tries to like introduce the controls to you and everything it says go run over to this portal to get into this new area the controls were so bad on nintendo that i literally did not make it to the portal before <laughs> i threw the game out and said screw this <laughs> and it was so colorful i thought i was on drugs <laughs> I'm like oh my god who busted out the salvia without me knowing <laughs> every every game came with a free packet <sighs> <laughs> How many cons have you been to? I have been to a couple is all actually. Which ones? Just the FC. You didn't even Should go be to going Anthrocon? To... No. Well, yeah, I went yeah, I went to Anthrocon. So I was thinking we're going to say Anthrocon. No, cool. no, no, no. We put the A away mm-hmm. and put the U in Anthrocon or as Rue says Junthrocon. <laughs> Junthrocon. Yep. <laughs> terrible hey it looks like Junthrocon. no you just don't know how to read um so well everyone knows that you don't know how to read anyway how? <laughs> fuck oh. you oh <laughs> all right so we have an email from alan so alan says hello ruin tugs and guest of the show hello um though i gave my answer to the following question, and yes, this is Alan, the rat, the fat rat king from New Mexico, and Happy New Year. Because remember, this became the last episode because we lost the topic and guest previously when we tried. That's, that's so true. we've been holding on to these emails since. <laughs> and congrats, Tugs, on tying the not spelt K-N-O-T. That's how you normally spell yeah, it. Yeah, that's how you normally spell it. So... I spelled it out anyway with your mate. Anyways, um, here are the questions. Do you wear a collar, ear, or tails? So he answered, no, I do not um, wear a collar or ears. But I do wear a tail, which was a great deal. Um, Let's see, $15 for a 15-inch rat tail um, that's made from quality stuff um, that's not cheap. So, question to you. Do you wear 
a collar, ears, or tail? No, I do not. To any. <laughs> Have you thought about it? No. I like full suits. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all the email said? No, there's more to it. Um, let's see. Do you not like it um, when others do? I think it's interesting. That is such the <laughs> bullshit. Don't do that. Everyone goes, oh, that, that's interesting. Well, like trying to be nice. It's the way I see it is when people just wear like a tail or ears, I'm sorry, but you're going to get stares. And it's kind of a little bit awkward because the stares that you get are really not very good kind of stares. It's kind of just weird actually whereas if you're in a full suit you can kind of get away with it it's like people will stare because it's something to look at it just pops up in your face but it's not like a weird kind of look whereas if you wear like a tail and ears i'm sorry but to the you know normal society quote it's uh very odd (laughs) where else are you gonna wear a tail well there are some places you could suppose that. Uh, it's a definite you shouldn't <laughs> wear these things. Like I, funerals and weddings and church. Uh, well, I've never really seen a whole lot of that. I mean, you mostly see it just in meets and such. You don't really just see it just walking around outside. People um, at Walmart? <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> internet. The internet. Um, I would say that I have seen, if anything, I've seen people bring very inappropriate things to me so I've seen people bring like dildos wrapped around their neck and I think you know who I'm talking about someone brought a dildo around their neck yeah it was like a big old necklace or was the dildo big enough to wrap around their neck no it wasn't a dildo big enough to wrap around their neck but they just had it on a string that they were basically wearing like a necklace it was really weird I don't know why was it a little dildo I don't really remember. I just kind of walked away. It was really on. And he's he doesn't come to the meets anymore for very good reasoning. He's also banned for even better reasoning. All right. Next. I've seen somebody that's brought a baby bottle to a public park. They were answering questions while sipping on the baby bottle at the same exact time. They're asking us why why we're here. I know you shrug, but to me. That's kind of a little bit odd. Yeah, it's odd. Defend but it. So what? Defend it. <laughs> this is not like that kind of show. It, so what? It's not like he's out there like with a bong going. Or a dildo. Or a dildo. Yeah. yeah a bottle is just like, okay, that's weird. Whatever. What's, what else did you know? Okay. Say? So he ended up saying, well, he, one of the questions was, um, do you have a favorite furry accessory? Um, for him, um, let's see, his favorite as- furry accessory, um, he's having a hard time actually deciding what it is, but he ended up deciding that it's his hand paws, which is about $30 plus $5 um, shipping. But um, he absolutely loves to wear them around in the winter time because, um, you know, they're nice and warm. And um, another piece of his f- furry accessory collection that he loves is his tail which is the rat tail that he talked about before and that's it that's all the email said um uh, he also just wanted to to basically 
say happy 2014 for what it's 20. worth. 20. 20. You know what? 2014. Um, <laughs> from the Rat that King. Cut. <laughs> from the Rat King um, that lives in New Mexico. Rue, just please speak into the microphone. Hold the paper behind the microphone like I told you, please. Like this. You're, okay. you're speaking off to the side. No. There you go. No. Put it behind the stick. There you go. Yeah. Speak through the microphone to the paper. Like a like a penis. <laughs> so he also has a PS here. The podcast that he is actually co-hosting um, that he talked a little bit about on one of our previous shows. Um, he basically said that it went on great and that it went smoothly. And... Um, he also said, congratulations, Tugs, for tying the knot with your mate again. Sweet. Well, thank you. So, so, so he kind of touched on a lot of the questions we are going to delve into. Um, so, yeah. What are furry accessories? Let's start there. Badges, tail, ears. Is the badge a furry accessory? Uh, kind of. I mean, it's... I think it is. I think it is. I don't. I do. I think a badge is something a lot of people wear at cons. It doesn't matter if it's a furry con or not. Everyone has a badge. I don't think um, it's uniquely furry. I don't know. I how kind many, of... How many it's conventions not. have you been to? I've been to anime conventions. And they all have badges. Yeah, they have the convention badge. That's still a badge. But that's just a convention badge that, they're, that they have to, to have. I think that some people are a little bit over-obsessive about the amount of badges that they have on them, but mm, like Orion, <laughs> I just think I like that Orion. with badges, when you actually have your own character made, and it's really just your own persona, or you know, just whatever you've got, then you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of more than just having a badge. I mean, you can have a badge. People have badges to go to work. It's just kind of your own personal thing that happens to be specifically furry related. It is kind of interesting because it's 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 the routine at con. You meet someone, they look at you, and then where do they look next? Your badge. Your badge, right? And it's kind of like you wouldn't see that outside the the fandom. So I guess yeah, it could be a furry accessory. Yeah, uh, because otherwise they won't know how to relate to you through the furry world. That'll just be like you're a person. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's cool to have your. Your badges. Although yeah. there's certain times and places today, I read a post where there was this girl that was saying, "Yeah, I'm taking my, I I am taking my badge, my furry badge that I made to work with me, and I'm wearing it Why? at work." Bad idea. Well, why, do, that, why do you think fired. she did that? Why do you think she was doing that? Where was this on Facebook? Well, she she wants yeah okay. she wants to you know introduce her coworkers into the. Furry fandom. Is she younger, older? I I'm I'm trying to get out. I don't know exactly. I think that she's around twenty twenties somewhere. Would you wear your badge to work? I would never. But yet again, I work in a field where that would just be completely unacceptable. I I would not wear it to my work just because it's they're paying me to dress how they want. Yeah, I time and place. Yeah, I can't really dress in anything other than button down shirts, cardigans, suits. Where the hell do you work? I work in mortgage. I do oh, okay. contested foreclosure litigation. We should talk. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm that asshole that tells people that they're going to have to liquidate their home. 
Ooh. Mm, yeah. Ooh. Well, I'll, I mean, it's not like I'm going to do it out of my own evil volition. If I can save their home, then by all means, I'm going to do it. I work on loss mitigation. But at the same time, if I have to send a loan to an attorney and go through foreclosure proceedings, then I'm going to do it. That's how it goes. Yeah. So what else is a furry accessory besides badges? You had said a couple other things. Ears, tails, tails, ears. Yeah. Um, I've seen people wear like cuffs, like furry cuffs kind of things. Cuffs? I don't know if cuffs is... I don't... I've seen it being sold more at, like, cons. I, I think it's more of an expression of sexuality than it is just Well, uh, not, thing, not right? like cuffs, um, like handcuffs, but uh, like almost wristbands. more like wristbands, kind of. Yeah, Wrist- they're, like, really large wristbands. Furry, like furry wristbands, like what yeah. I've got from Bunny Wears, my white furry ones that are, like, four inches oh, wide. Oh, I think yeah. you meant, like, like, leather cuffs with fur. No, 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 no. That, I would not say that's a furry-related <laughs> thing. You see I can go over too. to just any sex shop and get that if I want. <laughs> That's not difficult. <laughs> That's that begs the question: Why aren't there furry sex shops? <laughs> there are. <laughs> yeah, bad dragon. No, no, no. But they're not. They don't have a physical brick and mortar. Well, yeah, but technically, they're like a trade show where they kind of bring all their stuff. And right, right. But I'm asking: Why does? Why can't you go down the street to like? Dr. Love's Furry Emporium of Sexy. <laughs> all I know is I went into a sex store. A few days, I mean, about a month ago, and they had like, like Hulk's fist <laughs> and like Spider Man's head as a dildo. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Shooting webs has never been so much fun. Sorry. All right, that's not a free accessory. <laughs> Are you uh, sure? Anything else besides? I mean, I, there's got to be something out there besides collars, ears, tails, badge, paws. Yeah, really no paws. Um, what about the plush? What about the plush? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, I see people. I see people, and it's. I, I I have never asked them, but it always it seems like they almost have like a codependence on them because they'll, it's almost like one of those puppet plush. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've have seen, seen people this? like that. Yeah. Do you think that counts as a furry accessory? Um, I don't know. I don't know if that would. I mean, I think that that's that's a whole other avenue of a form of like puppeteering and. But it seems like it's a security blanket almost. I have to kind of agree with that but, for for some. But for do some. you think that furry accessories are a security br- no, no, blanket? No, no, no. I'm just saying in this particular one, is it an accessory, security blanket, both? Oh, oh well. I think that that's more of an expression of themselves, kind of like how a fursuit is kind of an expression. It's just, I don't know if it's necessarily a furry accessory though. Mm. I don't know. So before we go to break, then who who wears these accessories? Describe the typical person, Mister Guest, Guesty. Just I don't know. There's some furries that do it. There's some that don't. I've seen. Do you think there's a like a certain like look for someone or a certain kind of furry? I mean, like like it's like saying like a lot of nerds have ponytails, for instance, right? Just whatever for whatever reason they don't like getting their hair cut or it's just their thing. Do you think there's like a kind of person in furry that has to have the accessory? I don't know. That one's a little bit harder for me to pinpoint because it's a little hard to stereotype a specific furry. I mean, it's all kind of mashed together and there's some people that, I mean, that everybody just kind of has a very unique personality in the fandom to where it's kind of hard to say this is a stereotypical furry because it can be so sporadic. It's a little hard for me to pinpoint. I think that, though, if you ended up seeing somebody that's wearing ears and a tail and maybe has a badge, 
um, that as a, a f- of, of a furry character, you probably could oh, say yeah. they're a furry. You could yeah. stereotype them as a furry. Oh, yeah. I, I could definitely do that. I just can't say that, you know, this person would wear these accessories in the furry fandom versus this person wouldn't. And I don't wear them myself. But that's just me. I can't really say, well, this particular furry would wear in the furry fandom and say or type of specific portion of the furry fandom. It's a little hard. If I saw somebody just walking around wearing a tail, it'd be kind of obvious. It wouldn't be hard to really pinpoint that. But there there are... <laughs> well, I've been cut off. <laughs> no, we have to go to break. We're okay. running out of tape. So we're going to go to break, come back, and we will... This is Grumper the Trucking Bear from Connecticut, and you're listening to For What It's Worth. Hey, Rue, what are you doing with the trailer? No, get away from there. Those cookies are not for you. They're for Wisconsin, Texas. We are back talking about furry accessories. And we left on an interesting note that we wanted to just come back on and touch on for a minute before Uh, we keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically what I was wanting to say is that 
just because somebody has ears and a tail doesn't necessarily mean that they're in the furry fandom because there's a lot of different avenues, um, you know, anime, um, it, and a lot of other things. Yeah. Or the same bronies in particular. Yeah, bronies. So before we move on, I just wanted to say that the ident for this episode was done by Grumper. So thank you so much for the ident. And if you want your ident to be on the show, we're starting to run out again. Go to our website. There's a button that says do our ident. And then you too can say something funny. And then you're listening to for what it's worth. So Tugs, what is an ident? Short for identification. So what are we asking? I, I just said something witty and then saying that you're listening to for what it's worth. Oh, I guess you did say that. I did. Where okay. are you? I'm in my own little world. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to the next email. Which here. I have here. It's from Ironfur. He says, Greetings, Rue, Tugs, and Koru. It was great meeting you at Rainfur's Tugs. Didn't get to chat that much, but the other levels on the show are much better now. Thank you, Koru. As for the show topic, my favorite accessory would have to be a tail followed closely by a collar. Tails look great, and I find them fun to wear. The collar is mostly for fursona identification. See attached. I'm perfectly fine with people wearing whatever, whenever, but I typically save the tail and collar for fur cons. I'll pass the visual aid around in a moment. The only time I would have any issue is if the accessory potentially endangered the individual, for instance, wearing a collar and working on a large lathe or flammable tail while welding. I couldn't care less if someone wore ears or tails to a boardroom meeting. <laughs> Looking forward to FC, cheers, iron fur. And then there is the collar. I love the collar. That is pretty cool. So while that's being passed around, he raised a couple interesting points. You know, obviously you don't want to wear any furry accessory where you're going to endanger your life. Kind of like you don't want to have long hair and be standing around by a wood chipper. Yeah. Or fry's pants. I'm going to say this. If you're going to wear a tell-in to a board meeting. You better own the company. Yeah. Or you better (laughs) be prepared to, um, you know, just know that that's probably the position that you are going to be in within that company for the rest of your life while you're there because nobody is probably going to take you seriously and your job. Well, would, would you argue then that that's closed-mindedness or not? Unfortunately, you know what? That is, that is reality. Well, all right, but are they being closed-minded? Mm, it, I would just... Or do we do we need the delineation? It's just kind of something that's a little bit too far out there for me to really express around people that are not furries. Uh, I I wouldn't really say it's too close-minded, so to speak. I just kind of think it's its own thing that I wouldn't really expect people to just start saying, "Oh yeah, this is normal. Go ahead and do this." <laughs> so you're an owner of a company for sake. You're the owner of this company that you're currently with, your okay. mortgage company. One of your coworkers come in that's working on a high-profile loan um, or a mortgage foreclosure or whatever, and they are going to be meeting with somebody, and they have a tail and ears on and a collar. Yeah, I would refer them being fired, quite frankly. But that's mostly because we have investors. Investors can't see that because if I don't have my investors, I don't get business. And if I don't get business, I'm going to be shutting down. So no no warning whatsoever. Just your ears it's, are fired. It would already be a warning. It's a pretty 
strict dress code as it is. So, so it's not like it would just be out of the blue. It would be pretty obvious that you can't do that. So the culture already dictates that you have a strict dress code. Yes. And it says no ears and no tails. It doesn't say that in particular, but it says wear a button-down shirt, wear slacks. And they're wearing all that, but they have ears on. It's not something that you'd want to have in front of investors. Well, of course not. It's 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 a it's an interesting debate. He actually here's a good segue on that. Actually, someone wrote in and agrees with you, I believe. So it says, okay, this is a bit difficult for me, really. I have an opinion since I sell accessories, but I'll try my best. This is from Kira the Fox, by the way. As I stated a few episodes ago, uh, there is a time and place for everything. I have a strong dislike for young furries who wear tails and ears to school in all hours of the day. Sadly, it reminds me of many horrible stories that standard media created using only the evidence of seeing these kids wearing them out and about. Wearing ears and a tail to a con is fine. It's a way to find others who know you and know what you are. I know there are people that feel like their tail is a part of them and that if they remove it, they are taking off the thing that makes them who they are. And I also have a problem with this. Yes, in fact, I did have my fur adolescence moments where I wanted to wear a tail and ears all the time because I felt like it was showing the real me. But after learning how to make and sell tails, I've come to realize that this is not the case. A tail is just fabric. It's artificially made by human hands. It's not growing out of you. It's not really part of you. It can be torn apart and changed at will. And it can be tossed aside when the moment calls for it. It's not attached. It's not organic. It's not part of you. It's an accessory. And like accessories, it should not be worn at all times. Now collars and things. Since we live in a world where BDSM is out everywhere and everyone will associate a collar with it, Go ahead and wear it if you don't want people thinking that when you go home, your master's going to bend you over his knee, spank you, then tie you up and make you into a footrest so that he can watch TV for a few hours. I feel no need to wear a collar outside the house, and in the house, it just gets in the way. I've yet to find a collar that's comfortable, so if you guys know, let me know. To outside eyes, a collar means that someone has control over you, that you are someone's pet, and no one will look at it and automatically think furry. Even other furries go to BDSM first. Take off the collar. It's not a necklace. Time and place, fuzzy butts. Signed, Kara the Fox, and she says that if you want more information, you can go to her Facebook page. I would say that's explained pretty well. So, with that in mind, let's go back to the question that Corey was posing there. Do you still think that the person should not be fired right away for that, or, or were you just arguing devil's advocate? Well, I don't think that like it's immediate grounds for termination, but, I mean, if... I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You know, if somebody is adhering to the to the dress code, and they have a tail, yes, obviously they shouldn't be wearing it there. Yes, they shouldn't be wearing it. Period. But not like immediately you're fired. I think that's a bit over the top. Quite honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with how the expectation would be set when you are introduced to the company or your yeah. new role. And then if it's very clearly we expect you to wear only these five things. Well, don't go outside the five things, right? I still don't think that it's immediate grounds for termination. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to say that's the way it should be for any type of employment, but it's the particular nature of my job in particular. That would just be something that, realistically, that's what would happen. Any so other, if, I mean, other jobs, if you basically were in, in his job, it's if not going to really So if you went to work yeah. wearing a tail, you would immediately get fired. I would probably be asked to leave, yes. 
that's possibly fire. That's ridiculous, uh, and that's close-mindedness. I don't think so. That's no. That's absolutely ridiculous. Because if his if his wearing a tail has the impact of a million dollars, then yeah, it's totally worth firing someone over. I'd fire anyone. If he just walks in and he's not seeing, like if he's not meeting with anybody, like he just walks into the office. I mean, we've who the fuck cares? We've had like say you on know, Halloween, we're we're closed on holidays, but say like the day before, if there's Nobody coming in. We'll let people go ahead and have you know a couple hours. They can go ahead and dress up, have fun as a little company Halloween kind of thing. Right. But they're but not meeting not with saying... they're not meeting with high profile individuals, and they're no. not doing anything that would cause the company any type of negative, uh, basically PR. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, people can just walk in at any given time. So we have that more in like a back room where people aren't going to really see it. And you can't really just have somebody wearing those kind of things if somebody might just walk in unexpectedly. Well, no, I could see that too. For like frontline agents, yes. It's just, I, I don't know, there's there's a whole lot of double standards going on here, and I can see us getting a lot of debate about this. Well, yeah, that's, that's good. Sure. Well, that's, think. <laughs> that's yeah. the point that's, of this particular episode. I That's that's why Okami came to this particular episode, uh-huh. because we wanted this debate. Um, it's, it's a great thing, a great topic. It, and it's going to be up to individual an individual person. I do want to go on to this topic and just say, look, it's okay for you to express who you are. It's okay as long as as long as you are not affecting certain things. Like for instance, you're not affecting your work or your employer or different things like that. That's where you know, or your schoolwork, you know, different things like that. I. I personally feel like you should separate those two things. But you know what? It's still okay for you to express who you are. And if you know what? If if you have a tell, if you have an ear, you know, if you have a tell, you have ears, and that is identifying yourself. I mean, it, I'm going all over the place today. If that is your identification, if that is what makes you feel better about this crappy piece of shit life, then you know what? Do it. Go for it. Go That's for it. it. If that's what makes you happy, go for it. I, you know, at the very beginning of this, this show, you know, we, we did What's With The Tells. I wore oh, a tell okay. everywhere, everywhere with, with Thay and Elle. We always wore tells. And, um, you know, we had our reactions and, and different things like that. I, I definitely felt better wearing a tell while I was with them versus just wearing a tell by myself. Um, you bring up an interesting point. The, with regards to the workplace situation, I, 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 I wish this wasn't the ugly truth, but the real truth is the person signing your checks gets to tell you what you wear to work. Yep. Now, it is also in the same breath upon that person to make sure that you have the ability to express yourself so that you don't go batshit crazy in the office. It's important to let people kind of express themselves in ways that are healthy and don't detract from what you're trying to accomplish. The other thing is that um, if you wear a tail everywhere, I love wearing tails, and I'll do it when I'm out of town because it's not my town. <laughs> um, but the thing is, it's some people don't like getting thrown into the deep end, and it's easier for you to for them to get to know you, and then they see you wearing a tail eventually. Then they're like, oh, okay, this isn't just like, bam, all at once in the face. So there, there, there is a pro to that and there's a con to that because are you denying yourself or not? Well, it really just depends on every individual situation. I agree. Um, 
there is a healthy way in which you can actually um, express yourself at work. Like, for example, in this scenario, if your employee that you were in charge of had a stuffed animal on their desk and maybe like a picture of their persona in like a frame or something like that, would that be bad? Because the thing is, is the picture is is set at their direction. <laughs> I'm imagining a little family it's, of fursuits. That's again, it's kind of biased because those kind of things aren't acceptable in my particular Really? Job. It's they the custom. I mean, it's, I could see having like a small stuff, you know, like a very small yeah. one on your desk. I can't really see a picture of your fursona being on your desk. Do they allow pictures of your family? Uh yes. Well, Kami, we know that I mean, all of the pictures that. of your persona is porn. So <laughs> it is. I have one thing. That's so of course not that's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I just think that one. That's one thing that's a little bit out there, whether it's clean or not. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> here I, I can I can see it both ways. I can see, you know if I'm walking around and I have a couple million dollars, I want to invest somewhere. I want to make sure that the first impression I get is not that this place is full of wackos. <laughs> and while if everyone's wearing a tail in that office and it looks like it's a really kind of starch shirt firm, yeah, I might be like eh, maybe not first impression. Um, is that closed mindedness? I don't know. It's just first impression. Uh, I would hope that I would be able to say, okay, what's really going on here? Thing is though. So people don't. They never will. And so occasionally some industries you just have to be a certain way. And that's because the money talks and they want the money where it's going to look good and feel good and grow and everyone will want it. Yeah. And as a, either, say, a homeowner or an investor in, say, my particular situation, it's the same kind of thing that you hear with interviews. The first five seconds, that first impression, is what that person is going to leave with. If you don't have eye contact, firm handshake, and present yourself well in that first five seconds... You're not going to get chosen. It's just the way it is. It doesn't matter what you do afterwards. It does not matter. It's that first impression that you actually receive. Same thing's going to happen with a homeowner. Nobody's going to want to come in knowing that they're default on their loan, knowing they're six months behind, knowing that they need to either get on their high horse and do something or they need to sell their home. They don't want to have some person wearing tail and ears telling them, hey, you need to sell your home. They're going to think it's a joke. I, I can see that, especially because a house loss is pretty devastating, it's I'm sure. People dramatic. are crying, and it's a loss of identity to a point, isn't it? Yeah. I would, I mean, it's, I've had times where there's been very unfortunate situations, and, you know, you do what you can, but, you know, sometimes someone's in need of more assistance than you can provide, and that's just the way it is. And it is devastating. It's very sad. It's not like we try to do it, again, out of our own evil volition. It's just sometimes it has to be done. It's life. It's an unfortunate part of life. So we have another email from Chu. Yeah, I think you have it. All right, this is what it says. It says, hello, Koru. He said to you first. That's awesome. How does Koru get top billing here? What are you doing to him? I'll do a damn thing. <laughs> I think he's slipping him monies and stuff like that. Is he drawing you art? No, I wish. <laughs> Nobody draws so, me art. It says, hello, Koru, and rest of the cast plus guest. What? Hey. What is that? The rest of the cast. <laughs> he was even here, which makes it funnier. Yeah, he was on our last episode. 
<laughs> this is your friendly um, lit, lit chew. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, right you. What? Behind the mic. Behind the mic. Oh, okay, okay. So it says, I just listened to your last episode, and all I have to say is it was amazing. I loved it. You guys should keep keep up the amazing work and bring such amazing guests. Um, ha, ha, ha. Um, but getting serious. I would like to mention that my first con experience was amazing. It was a complete new world for me. Can't wait to go to my second one. Also, can't wait to see you guys again and have all the all of the hugs. As for the topic, here in my country, I've never seen people with such accessories. Um, once, let's see, only the only place I've sort of seen such a thing is at lame anime cons um, that we have here. I'm kind of curious what country he's referring to. The Dominican Republic. Oh. Let's see. All that you see is horrible mass production of type cat ears and tails. So like something that you find at Partyland or something like that. <laughs> um, or Zurchers. Which, which mostly must be from the porn shop or something. <laughs> <laughs> they are hideous. However, um, however, when... I was at a con and started to see all these cool custom made and all types of sizes of accessories. It was really amazing. It really made me wish that I had one myself. However, I believe that there is a time and a place for everything. So you should know when to wear such things. Don't believe that they are a 24 seven thing. Thanks and have an awesome week. Chew. You know, one thing that this email actually reminded me of is when I first got my tail. Nice, that but we don't have time. Very, for very first tail. I wanted to go and sleep. Like, I slept with it that night when I got it. I loved it so much. Anyways. Thank you, True, for the email. Yes, thank you for sending that. <laughs> well, I like how it kind of reiterates again on there's a time and a place for it. I mean, I love the furry fandom for those kind of things. Probably first seen is, I think, my favorite part of the furry fandom. I mean, I first suit because I think it's a great opportunity to make my outer appearance match my inner appearance, which happens to be fake, but um, I have a lot of fun with it. It's an extension of me. It's something I can go around and just do whatever. And it doesn't matter. It's fun. So we're almost out of time. Um, if you have an interesting uh, opinion, not interesting opinion, if you have any opinion, about this debate, because it is a debate, uh, go ahead and write in and let us know your thoughts, and we will read them in the mailbag. I have a really quick question. Why does it say right here, is being naked an accessory in some way? We'll get to that uh. when we come back to the topic. <laughs> Meanwhile, real quick before we go to break, your favorite accessory or two, Rue, go. Ah, uh, um, <laughs> tell. Ah. Tell. You don't have any, Okami? Oh, I don't badge. know if I'd really say I have a favorite accessory. Uh, if I were to wear any, it would probably be a tail. Okay. Koru? I don't have any. You don't have any ones you like to see? Do what? Do you have an accessory you like to see others wearing? Not really. Okay. Mine's skin. 
No, I, I have a collar. It's part of my fursona. Yeah, so I that's why that naked question was in here. No, no. Oh. It's time for break. We go to break into game. For what it's worth truly is driven by your letters, emails, voicemails, and more. The show would be a lot more boring without you. You make the difference. Here's how you can join in the fight. To comment on today's show topic, visit forwhatitsworth.com and leave your thoughts on the show notes page. You don't need to create an account to do so. Email the show at cast at forwhatitsworth.com for general comments. Rue at forwhatitsworth.com. Tugs at forwhatitsworth.com. And if you're lonely, Koru at forwhatitsworth.com can be used to contact a specific cast member. Voicemail is awesome. And you don't have to type. Call 469-44-FURRY and leave us a message. Long distance charges may apply. Send cookies, packages, love, and nut bombs to P.O. Box 25394, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84125, United States. If you would like to remain anonymous, just let us know and we will keep it that way. Before sending items to the show, Please be aware we cannot return them to you for safety reasons. If you have any original music or art you'd like played on the air or displayed on the website, send it to music at forwhatitsworth.com. If you'd like to keep up between shows, check out our Twitter, at forwhatitsworth, our Facebook page, or our Google Plus page. It's a great way to get your show fix and see what we're up to. And now, back to the show. It's time for everyone's favorite moment of the show, where we make our guests pay for coming on. <laughs> it's time for the, the game. game. Rue has the directions. Okay, the directions are. Well, first off, what are we playing? Oh, no. It is true or false. True you or have false good odds here. Good odds. 50-50. You know, you should have done this all about, like, the video game Okami. That would have been hilarious. Oh it, was, it was too obvious. Like, I'm too sorry. Obvious. I've never played the game. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we are far more creative than that. But it was a good gimme. Well, if you did that, you would have seriously ruined my life. So, we're going to be asking you ten questions. You ready? So, um, you get a point for a good answer. And you get... Uh, no point for you know i wrote this really creative one. intro and he completely did not read it would you read what i wrote please <sighs> it's just two lines okay it says good no no up <sighs> what here come 10 questions here come 10 questions ready answer sure good <laughs> all right no point um for that no point for that one Anyways. Uh, you've ruined it. Okay, question one. <laughs> Moving on. So the headline Please. for this is, Woman arrested after beating boyfriend over misunderstanding about Pam cooking spray and woman he had sex with. I thought that, that said masturbation for a second. In June. Okay, first off, I've noticed that Florida, and apparently according to our sound tech Koru, Fark has this as a tag too, but Florida's full of wackos. Uh, in June, a Florida woman liked to get a bit kinky in the bedroom with her boyfriend. 60-year-old, 60-year-old Barbara Hall asked her 45-year-old man to bring along some sexual lubricant for their afternoon fun. 
Later on, Barbara asked if he had also brought the Pam cooking spray. Barbara believed the victim misunderstood what she had said and commented on a girl named Pam, and he admitted to having sex with Pam recently on a boat. Hall allegedly flew into a rage. He punched her boyfriend multiple times in the face, then threw the olive oil bottle, a cup, and a flashlight at his head. This is what happens when you mention another woman's name in the bedroom. Barbara Hall was then arrested on a domestic battery charge and taken to jail. Her boyfriend was smart and headed home. So, true or false? That was an interesting story, okay. True or false? The car battery commonly used in most passenger cars today was invented in 1859. I'm going to say false. Uh, That is incorrect. It was actually true. It looks like that it was a French... um, Physicist. Oh, yeah, physicist. Alrighty then. Yep, he invented the lead acid cell, and that's what they use in cars today. Awesome. I, I knew that. More one. like very early 1900. Yeah, that was. I was like, the battery existed before the car. Okay, question two. You ready? A Florida, see, woman is behind bars after allegedly stabbing her fiance because he wouldn't drive her to a liquor store. <laughs> Police in Fort Pierce arrested Melissa Bopp, 36, on February 7th, on a charge of aggravated battery after getting a 911 call from Cedric Henry. Henry told police Bob stabbed him in the stomach when he refused to drive her to a store to buy some booze. His reason? He too was intoxicated. Bob allegedly stabbed him with what Henry called a big knife. So, true or false, there are 500 million calls per year to 911 in the United States. True. Let's go forward. All right. I am awesome at this game. False. The estimated calls is 240 million calls um, are made to 911 in the U.S. each year. I can trade about three of those one year with a Blackberry where it just kept calling 911 for some stupid (laughs) reason. I literally kept getting calls from 911 saying, are you okay? And... Yeah, I'm fine. Why do you ask? Like, oh, you just called us. What? (laughs) I butt-dialed you. Okay, so this next one is actually from a person's uh, blog who does kind of some of the weird news of the weird, so it's written in first person. Uh, It says, My husband was astounded by the number of phallic objects on a conveyor belt. A few years ago, he volunteered to help sort junk at a recycling facility in Boulder County. As Colorado residents, philanthropy and recycling is a residency requirement and or punishment if you break it. What he brought, or what brought him there, isn't interesting. But what he brought home is, he came home near tears. Old sex toys, ratty, strange, sticky, damaged sex toys. They kept coming. He explained. At first, a doodad <laughs> on the conveyor belt was novel, funny even. Then more baffling, more violating. That's when we learned the hard way. You can recycle your ex's magic wand. Collection centers can sterilize nasty cut castoffs and grind the rubber and silicone down into skanky dust, which is not the official term, to be remodeled into new goodies. After a new sanitary of silicone, that is. New silicone. Mm. After his encounter at the recycling facility, my husband might request two protective layers. Indeed, sex without a condom isn't the only kind of sex that may make your lady bits cry. Your sex toys may be toxic, and that's not alluring to the environment either. So, true or false? What's up with the random stories? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's true that's, or false? That's the way we do it. The stories are always you, the stories have a connection somehow. There has to be a lead up. All right. So, true or false? The longest conveyor belt system in the world is five miles. Um, let me ask Google. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you cannot use a lifeline. This is not. 
Who wants Don't to be a millionaire? Don't say it. Oh, who wants to be <laughs> a, a foxinaire? What? <laughs> Copyright. Um, I'm gonna go with false. Yay! That is correct. It looks like that it's the longest one is 61 miles long. Holy crap. Phosphate mines of Bukra to the coast of El Ayun in Africa. That's pretty long. Question four. An Australian teenager has been arrested for robbing a 7-Eleven convenience store with a chainsaw while wearing a flower pot on his head. Stephen Frank Steele of Ipswich, Queensland, Florida, was arrested Monday morning after cops responded to a call from employees terrified by a man brandishing a chainsaw. The suspect, identified by police as Steele, wore a flower pot over his head in an attempt to conceal his identity. <laughs> Steele allegedly lunged at the employees, damaged a window, and several display racks with his power tool. He also flashed his buttocks. He allegedly stole a single bottle of soda before making his escape. Police say Steele damaged a parked car while leaving the crime scene. So true or false? Studies show the average customer only looks at a display rack for about five seconds before they turn away or reach for a product. Hmm, I would say true. That is correct. Question five. It's a Christmas gift that Jim wishes he could erase from his memory. An iPod classic box that was filled with erasers. He recently purchased the iPod from a San Diego area Target for $293, including warranty, and wrapped it up for his wife. But when she opened it up Christmas morning, the box contained nothing but erasers and index cards. About five of them fit exactly in the space where the iPod goes. It was a little strange. Obviously, somebody got in there and rewrapped it with shrink wrap. Man, can you imagine being his wife? <laughs> <laughs> so, true or false, San Diego has 70 miles of coastline. San Diego. I'm going to say false. The answer is true. Really now? The only other one I didn't choose. Huh. <laughs> All right. So a shopping trip can end up costing an arm and a leg. This is question six. But this Home Depot customer probably didn't expect to put his butt in harm's way too. On Thursday, a man at the store in Brighton, Michigan, reached for his wallet and accidentally grabbed his gun, according to the Daily Press. The 40 caliber Glock went off, and the 32-year-old ended up shooting himself in the butt. The Green Oak Township man was not named, but he was treated for minor injuries at a nearby hospital. Wow. So, true or false? Why is he keeping his gun in the same pocket with his wallet? <laughs> <laughs> so, true or false? Halloween, the movie, released on... A late Thursday was an iconic... Had an iconic. Oh, had an iconic mask. It was actually a Captain Kirk mask, mask with white paint on it. True or false? That movie is old. Um, I'm going to say false on that one. Uh, damn it. <laughs> I am terrible I'd like to at address this. the sound tech and say no passing hints. I did. I, didn't I actually just—I knew he wasn't looking at me, but I knew as soon as he said that, I could imagine that mask, and I was all of a sudden like, "Holy crap! That was—that was." <laughs> Question seven: <laughs> A trio of would-be Massachusetts. This is yours. I put this in here for you, Corey. Oh yeah. A trio of would-be Massachusetts car thieves had to hit the brakes on their plan because none of them knew how to drive a stick. <laughs> Police in Springfield say the men pulled a knife on a food delivery driver Tuesday night and demanded the grub and his keys, but then they noticed the car had a manual transmission. 
Sergeant John Delaney tells the Republican newspaper that thieves argued amongst themselves and ran down the street with their ill-gotten dinner. The driver was not seriously hurt and there were no arrests. True or false? There is less than one crime against food delivery drivers per day in the United States. In the whole country, including places like Detroit, <laughs> Los Angeles, <laughs> and also places like Salt Lake City. Um, I'm going to go with false. Yay. Police reports indicate two, one or two assaults against pol- um, pizza delivery. Police drivers. What? <laughs> pizza <laughs> deliver delivers somewhere in the nation every day. Drivers, pizza delivers. The pizzas deliver themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. There you go. You got it right. Good All job. Right. Uh, yeah, there's as many as ten occasionally. All right. Oh. Number eight. Two on this. An Italian man who adopted at least 15 cats over a two-year period is now being accused of cooking and eating them. The man, identified only as Francesco... Feline. No, it's just an F. Feline. Allegedly traveled to various animal shelters in the province of Brianza, Florida, and adopted black cats with very specific characteristics. According to Lorenzo, Italian last name, the president of the Association for Defense of Animals and the Environment. Because those totally go together. They had to be around three years old and quite plump, said the official. After receiving a number of reports from various catteries, that's a word, officials began to suspect the suspect was involved in some sort of Satanist group. The (laughs) accused cat killer was allegedly caught red-handed as he was about to kill a cat for dinner. Well, they have to be plump. You know, a little bit of fat adds to the tenderness. I can't say I've ever eaten cat before. So so that is the question, actually. So, true or false? Have I ever eaten a cat before? No. (laughs) True or false? Eating cats is illegal in Italy. Um, I'm going to say yes. That's not true or false. We need a true or false. I mean, true. My bad. I'm retarded. That is false. But animal cruelty is. Yeah, so if you found a dead cat on the road and ate it, you'd be fine. But you can't kill the cat to eat it. <laughs> oh my god, that's. I was gonna say, like in Korea, I know it's okay to eat dog, but mm, and cat and cat. So and let me ask you this: If we were to eat a dead cat here in the United States, would that be? I am not well versed in the animal cannibalism laws of the United States. You well, have to ask someone else. What would you? Not that I, I mean, want What would cat. be the line of animal cruelty? I mean, if, if you, you just kill go it ahead to eat it, if you buy it explicitly to kill it. That would be considered animal cruelty at that sure, point? Sure, yeah. You're buying an animal. Well, cruelty. what about like chickens then? You just go ahead and you just kill them. Those and are animals. Put in my... Those are livestock. <laughs> I don't make the rules. All right, question All right. nine. Nobody likes being turned down for a job, but Javon Brown thought it was especially crappy. The 50-year-old St. Louis man decided to let his prospective employer know how he felt by sending them packages of cat poop by mail. <laughs> Investigators were able to sniff up 20 cat poop packages and connect them to Brown, a veteran. This is not a victimless crime, Assistant U.S. Attorney John Blubblubut said in court Friday. Blubblubut later clarified that the victims affected included postal workers, people whose mail was adjacent to Brown's packages, and the employees who received the cat poop. Brown received two years of probation Friday after pleading guilty in August to a misdemeanor charge of mailing injurious articles. (laughs) You cannot post poop. (laughs) So true or false, you cannot... Flush cat poop 
down the toilet in most U.S. cities. What? Can you flush the litter box? Oh, I, I got it. It's just that's wait, wait, wait. Question. You didn't say litter box. You said well, cat poop cat is in poop. the litter box. Where else? What else is in the litter box? Well, what are you dumping, doing with your litter dumping box? the litter litter box? No, 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 no. Dumping the rocks I meant when as you well. Scoop it. Okay, oh, but you're so, still dumping rocks. Litter box or just no, no, no. Poop. Can you can you just can you take cat poop and flush it? True can you false? flush the contents uh, of the litter box down the you toilet? You cannot flush it. True or false? True? Yay. Right. I would like to see somebody hold that up in court. Uh, That's it, actually they would never be pursued. It's because there is a parasitic organism inside of cat poop that does not get filtered out during normal water treatment processes and can <laughs> cause actual diseases to fish and other seaborne wildlife. And that's Who would why ever you don't decide to do that, though? A lot of people do, actually. The more you yes. know. All right, what's the score? The score is I don't want to four, know the score, actually. Is. You're doing very well. You're oh, yeah. Done. So can you make it 50% good? <laughs> Question <laughs> 10. A 40-year-old Hamilton man has pleaded guilty to drug charges more than a year and a half after his daughter was found distributing marijuana-laced candy on a school bus. Robert McCoy accepted a plea bargain argument Wednesday that recommends he pay $5,000 to the Ravalli County Drug Fund in Florida and serve between 15 and 30 days in jail. The newspaper reports sentencing is set for March 5th. He and his wife were out of the country in May 2012 when the girl handed out the candy. Authorities found their home with more than twice the legal amount of marijuana allowed to a medical pot provider, along with a small amount of hashish. McCoy pleaded guilty to operating an illegal grow operation Possessing hashish and unlawful conduct by a cardholder. He basically made the chocolate and his daughter was just giving it out. Did she know she was giving it out? Or was she like, hey, my parents are out of the country. I found some candy in their drawers. Here, have some. That just sounds so wrong. I don't know. But here's a question for you. So, true or false? Clay pots fired with wood use a glaze to seal the vessel. Seal? Let's go with true. No, that's not. Oh, damn it. I knew you were going to do that. I am below average. Oh, it's false. It's only, let's see, only firewood does not require this. So I actually actually know that because I've taken pottery classes. Woo! I can't pot. say I've ever taken pottery. Pot? You're into pot? Uh, yeah, I'm into yes. pots. <laughs> I'm into making pots. All right, let's see how many we can. Why don't we, Rue, how does this sound to you? Let's do half the mailbag just because we're running out of time. Mm. Okay. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. So do we want to do a total score? Yes. Please tell us why uh, we get the emails. Let's not Let's do definitely score. do it. Yeah. Well, as the name Okami is very Japanese, the number he got correct was she. <laughs> <laughs> or four if you do not speak Japanese. Well, thank you. Because well, I that's okay. speak that's Japanese. A, that's not the lowest score. Somebody has gotten zero. <laughs> Were they trying? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm sorry to whoever that was. But then again, I'm actually not because it's kind of funny. <laughs> you are a horrible person. I okay. am. I'm a certified horrible person. You know what? It's time for this button. To I pushed. actually enjoy being that person that your parents warned you about when you were a child. I pursue it.
All right. That's some sexy Leave music. the zipper down. It's time for the mailbag. <laughs> all right, we're running short on time. We love all of you who sent email in, but we will definitely be moving rapidly through these few emails. So, Rue, lead us off. Okay, so it says, this is this is from Moss. He says, hi, I've been a longtime listener, listening since you first started, and I wanted to thank you for all that you were doing. You guys are amazing. Anyways, my name is Moss. I'm a green fennec fox. I'm an artist, and I use the term usely. Um, loosely. <laughs> so one of my friends recently got into the fandom, and I oddly had nothing to do with it. But hopefully all goes well. Anyways, anyways, I don't remember what the theme was for this time. Okay, so I just checked, and um, let's see. It looks like that it's on accessories. He actually said that. <laughs> I used to have a yarn tail, and I'm making a new one and cool stuff like that. But my green black, um, let's see, but my green back, I have a mini green foxtail I made um, around my house I wear a light up collar um, let's see I don't have any ears yet but I let's see I'm planning on getting some soon um, let's see I'm making a few I'm making a few because my school is having a talent show and I'm dancing to what does the fox say oh, <laughs> more power to you more power to you Negative life decision. (laughs) And I wish I had a full fursuit to do the dance in. But oh well. I'll just um, do tails, ears, and face paint. Moss. P.S. Sorry it was so long. Actually, it's you did just great. Um, I forgot to mention I'm 18. I don't think I've ever worn any furry accessories in places I shouldn't. Um... I recently made ears on a hat that I wear everywhere. People in school think that they're really cool. Um, and no one has picked on me for it. So, yeah. Moss. Oh, sweet. That's Good awesome. luck. Good so, luck. Hey, hey, Rue. What? Accessories. Yeah, that's like an exit versus accessories. an exit. No, accessories. 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 There you go. Okay, thank there, you. There's no accessories anywhere. It's accessories. The more you know... Speaking of what does the fox say, we had a funny experience with, um, yes, I know, we had a funny experience that um, we went to a skating rink. Oh, that, yeah. And we had a whole bunch of fursuiters dancing to what does the fox say as kids are like skating around them and they had them in the center ring. Yeah, you could tell everybody in suit there was so happy they played that song. (laughs) Yet again, that is said with heavy sarcasm. All right. Well, good luck on your show. And yes, I too appreciate how with ears. Shall we move on? Yes, go ahead. All right. Thanks for the mail. Now we move on to Xenofox. Says, hiya. I just wanted to thank you guys for the live show at Further Confusion. My mate and I were exhausted and bereft of energy from trying to hit every panel we could. So we just managed by chilling in the back and lurking during the show. The convention was great for us, socializing and decimating packs of cigarettes betwixt the writhing, the writhing, the writing panels and main events, while sticking to moderation as far as parties and drinking. 
The long FC weekend once again lived up to the expected mix of wonderful magical moments and memories, with a touch of silly social dramas like any Furcon. Surely though, one of the high points of the con was watching you guys do the live recording in person with a cookie. Thanks again, and hope to catch you guys at the next one. Cheers, Xenofox. P.S. I was the one sitting in the back with red and black stripes and 80s rocker hair and ridiculously large trip pants from a bygone decade. I remember him. Well, congrats on uh, having drinks in moderation. That's never something I can never do at a con. (laughs) I know, I'm like, give me. Give me more. I can never remember half the con. I just know I had a great time. So <laughs> well, I'm e- glad you came and had a good time. It was a blast. This email was directly to Tugs. Um, Tugs, my good man. Oh, this is from who? Um, Yondas? Yes. Oh, he has the James Bond voice. Yes. <laughs> I've I've had a few beers and I'm listening to the lost episode. Congratulations on your marriage. Yay! I get good taxes now. But I must say that your argument against Rue enjoying fruit on his food is a parallel argument to the hunger strike straight straight marriage guy. The one in Provo that's like, I'm gonna not eat. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, maybe you think it's gross that Rue likes fruit on his eggs. But... Um, but that doesn't change the fact that Rue is a nice guy who enjoys fruit on his eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean you you have to eat a pineapple egg. Let it be free. Encourage Rue to find the crazy pineapple egg recipe and watch it catch on. <laughs> Lots of love to you guys and keep up the good work, Yondas. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to say that, like I said on Twitter, we did a very scientific study at FC and only 5% of the people in the room put fruit on their eggs. Now, I'm not saying that you're like a Satan worshiper or anything if you prefer fruit on your eggs. I just think it's weird. I know. I I see a total correlation between being a Satanist and having fruit on your eggs. I know. I know. (laughs) But the thing is, is I can't say that, so you can. You know, I'm going to commission... He was an anthropomorphic egg and me putting ketchup on you. Nope. <laughs> Good luck with that. I still need to commission somebody drawing me way, as an anthropomorphic vagina. That I want to have be my character. Okay. <laughs> All right. Last email then. Thank you, Yondas. You'll get along with those tampon furries. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember Next one, email. one day when we're doing a behind the scenes. All right. <laughs> This is from Mike Fulf. Greetings, cast of Fawawa. Long-time listener and first-time writer. Congratulations, it took you long enough. I'm just sharing some thoughts, having briefly pooped in and out of your show at FC. Wow. Ew! Thank you. <laughs> Cat poop stories. Just Ew! Let's try this over. Ew. When I said first time writer, by the way, I meant like this is your first time with a pen and paper and it failed. So it says, long time listener and first time writer. Yay! I'm just sharing some thoughts, having briefly popped in and out of your show <laughs> at FC. No hard feelings. The credit room was, uh, it was, it was busy. Uh, and he was on shift. From what I saw, I very much enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to hearing the full recording in due time. As for the con itself, it has to have been the best FC personally since my back in 2010. Without trying to get on a suit for the parade and ending up running into people who seem to know me and vice versa. 
as well as discovering several classmates themselves to be furries in the process, to the lovely weather of my home state, to the plenty of leg strength from walking, showing our good friends. It was a surreal yet awesome time. Nevertheless, thanks for reading, keep up the great work, and looking forward to each new episode you guys put out. Cheers and digital textual cookies, Michael <gasps> Wolf. Cookies. <laughs> Yay! Are you still playing Cookie Clicker? Yes! <laughs> you guys don't even know. Somebody like sent me a link for Cookie Clicker and I can't stop! It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I have every single upgrade. Everything. Oh. Everything's been completed. All right. Well, let's I don't move. even know what he's talking about. Uh, all I, I can know. say is this. It's okay. We don't have to explain it. Moving on. We are running short on time. Okay, let's move on. So, Kira, um, J-Dub, and Blue Paw, your emails are in the mailbag, and we will read them next episode. So do not despair, but let's move to housekeeping real quick. If you like the show, comment on the show notes page. It makes it look like people go to our website, which we like. Join our Facebook group and message us on Twitter. Yes, yes, and Firebreath went through that on the break. Yes, he did. And also email us. I'm going to reiterate it. Do it. We love email, and you can email after the topic is over. It's okay. Can we somebody send me an email directly to rubitforwhatitsworth.com? Yes, I'm. <laughs> Next episode. Yeah. Um, any other announcements? Well, I'm really excited to hear about all the um, fun emails I'm going to receive. Yeah. As I'm sure people do not like me in that last conversation. So if somebody wants to message you directly... Um, how about not? <laughs> okay, don't message him. Uh, Lou, are you going to hang out in Reno with me next month? Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, if he does, then for what it's worth live, may show back up again. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I can make this happen. I live with him. Okay, well then I guess that we'll have to put it in. And we'll make a grand announcement soon. We also have another grand announcement coming up about travel. But that will wait till next episode because it's going to be awesome. Yes. And because God hates me. No. <laughs> All right. So, Rue, what is the next episode going to be? The next episode is going to be about who likes leather sexy time. Do you like getting tied up with leather? Let us know, because we're going to explore why furries just got to get tied up. Are we also going to be talking about Master and Pet, or is that another episode? It's bondage. It's mm. bondage next time. Just bondage? Yeah. We'll do, an, we'll do a deep dive, I think, Master and Pet. Okay. Yeah, that's a different one, a bondage. different episode. So next one's just bondage, and then if we will, and then we'll do master and pet later on in another episode. Okay. Okay. So if you like the bondage, if you feel like it makes you closer, or if you just like leather collars and or like the harness or just like the look, tell us. You've got the look. All right. Anything else before we go? You've got the feeling. Enjoy your February, everyone. Well, I hope that all of you enjoyed this show and. You'll be coming and pooping in and out later on. (laughs) By the way, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Singles Awareness. No, no, no. Don't do that. I hate that. I hate that. Don't begrudge Singles Appreciation. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't begrudge anybody. I'm aware that I'm single. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be happy. So this is Tugs. (laughs) He made her button. (laughs) So this has been... I said it already. This oh, is Tugs. This is Rue. And Kuru. And Okami. And this has been For, For What, what it's, it's Worth. You have to actually say the show name. I like this part well, a lot. All right. Let's see that again. No, no, no. 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 For, For, what what this, For What It's Worth. Thank you. <laughs> that worked. I almost said it wrong. 
how were you going to say it? I don't know. For what it is. For what it is. For what it was. For what that's worth. 